Hey, Kevin, you there? Yep, tough four. You good? Cool. Let me do a quick intro and we'll get started, okay? Go for it. Cool. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in again to Anchoritis. It's a little bit different this time. Um, we're going to do just a little bit of a I – don't, I don't really know if I call it an interview, but I did have something I wanted to pick your brain on. Uh, so this is the one and only Kevin Touch, um, first person I met on Anchor when we started the app. If you've been listening to this channel at all, he is. So I don't guess I need to introduce you a whole lot, but how you doing, Kev? Good, man. Good. Uh, excited to see what you want to throw down at me and see if I can offer yeah. some insight today. Yeah. So typically, like, if we do something like this, it's usually just us kind of shooting the breeze, right? Normal, um, Yes. And it always always kind of turns to like creative stuff, and um, since we both are kind of in that that line of work, so. But there is one thing in particular I want to talk to you about because um, it's kind of following this this trend I have on my channel where I'm talking a lot about what it is I'm creating and the I hate to call it a struggle, but you know what I mean, like the the process of that. Right. The process. And one of the things I think you're really good at, and you correct me if I'm wrong here, but is is just for lack of a better word, the hustle mm-hmm. or the, you, you really put in the work from what I can see, you're doing something every single day. And I think especially early on when, you know, you and I were both brand new on the platform, I was like, man, this kid just, he's just gonna, he just, he's doing a lot every day. And I, I kind of sat back a little bit and, and thought, you know, that's not going to last, you know, he'll, <laughs> He'll do that for like a week or two and then he'll he'll quit and then you went on vacation too and in my mind I was like well this is probably kind of normally where people would drop off you know he'll get to vacation and then he'll be like you know I'm busy now and I guess it's because those things have happened to me a lot right so I don't know man like what do you what do you got that kind of keeps you going especially when things when things get busy or when things get rough, like what is it that keeps you creating? What keeps me creating? That's, that's the million dollar question, right? Because it, it seems like I'm the energizer bunny of everything. Uh, yeah, to, be, yeah. to be honest with you, man, it's just you guys. I, I, I really think once I got my first follower and my, my follower, the power of one, I can't just let that go. Like to me, it's like, mm. oh man, that one person pay attention. Nah, I'm just going to slack off. No, nah, I'm just mm-hmm. it, that stuff is where it's like, no, nah, I don't do that. Like to me, I can't put a disservice on myself if an audience is out there willing to take the uh, the challenge. But other than the fact that I've been pretty much consistent, whether it be on Anchor, Instagram, those are my main right. two. Uh, the other thing is, I'll actually if if I don't stop creating, it being innovative and thinking outside the box, then there's a chance I could go you know go on a terror where i'm just not going to post anything so for me mm-hmm. i think testing those limits of being creative finding new ideas what does the audience want what do the viewers uh want without actually asking them i, I think that's the most unique thing i've done with if you look at all my mm-hmm. platforms i'm not going to put uh an instagram story or an anchor question so what do you guys think what should we do next week now there's that's not how i operate how i operate is i see what you guys are like I see what's trending. I look at the analytics from not like comments or numbers or none of that stuff. I look at the analytics of fuel. What's the emotion of the, the content I'm creating? And for example, like Thursday on Instagram, well, you know what? 
I love training Thursdays in basketball. That's great. But for me, you know what's even more important than me than that? Time management. I see people are just really right. struggling with that. And I figure, well, oh. it's, get, it's getting cooler with here. And I'm pretty really well. I, I would say I'm really well at just managing time, even if I got 10 assignments to do. Uh, I got to go out for like three errands and then got to come home and do this recording. Then that's mm-hmm. fine. I can, I can, I can break up time, not waste a second. And if you just, if you really look at it, take how many minutes you put on sedentary time, which is like, for example, what you do on your phone all day, or mm-hmm. can you actually gain five minutes instead of doing the thing you were not supposed to. And that's yeah. what really drives people. It's like that drives to me, it doesn't drive me insane. So we're like, I got to get those five minutes back. I, know, I can't get those five minutes back. But what I can do is utilize the one hour I can laser mode, put the content in, the one hour I can help my United promotional page, which I just started, uh, the one hour I can get on conversations with team members yourself. I feel like I'm using my time so wisely, it doesn't really lack, or for a better word, I guess, divert my attention to other things. It just puts me main on the main concepts. And then when I got the free time, of course, I can't just be a robot 24 seven. I have to got to rest. I got to put my, you know, my free time cap on just mm-hmm. think, but when I do free time, yeah. I think about ideas. I still, I, I think in other things, I never stop thinking. I, it could be even in my sleep, as soon as I wake up. All right. And even if I got nothing to do, instead of just looking at my phone, I'm making content. Yes, I'm using the phone, but I got to make content, make content, make content. The more I do this, the more I get in the rhythm, I'm going to stay in that rhythm, hopefully forever, which as long as I keep going like this and I keep putting in the work, people are going to acknowledge that. And when they acknowledge that, hey, it'll be a couple of days where I do take your time off. You've earned it. Take a quick two week break. And then mm-hmm. usually after a break, like you said in the top of the show, when I went on vacation, once I got back from vacation, I don't know, like the first four days, because, you know, going to Asia it takes a little bit. After of that, course, I, yeah. after, after that, I didn't stop. Like there was, yeah. I think, I think I produced anchor episodes last year from August 14th to all the way up to, I think consecutively to like April 15th. And then I mm-hmm. took a day off. That was my first day. And now it's some things have changed on the platform. I'm kind of taking a step back, but other things I found other adventures to look into. And now, I'm going daily or as close as you can get to daily on that without giving you guys any leeway or any, oh, no, is he gone? Because when, yeah. that's the thing is, is, is that when people start to worry, like, oh, this guy stopped. What is it? Because that's what it is. When you don't see me post, sometimes it's like, oh, no, is he all right? And that's, that's my thing. It's like when people start to worry in their heads, that's what I know. I got to get on my horse. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I'm uh, out or about or sick. or It doesn't matter. The point is. If I'm still putting in 100% and the audience is still 100% with me, I got to at least make an effort to put something out there just once a day. So I know I got your back and you got my back. Mm-hmm. So putting out something once a day, then like that seems to be, at least for building the, the, the type of audience and the people that you have, kind of seems to be important, right? To have that presence. Oh, yeah. And like you said, not, not make people feel like you've disappeared, right? That, that's that's a big thing. Now, there are some exceptions to that rule. Some people, they demand more. Like They're like, well, we want you to do this. Some people are like this. Some people don't care when you post. So I think, or, or just create content. Some people can go off the map for four months and yet mm-hmm. still come back with a flavorful audience. So I think it depends yeah. on the person. 
but for me, morally, if I'm not at least putting effort in to all my, and I just not, not even social, just in life, I'm not doing something. And in life, I put myself to higher standard. If I'm not doing three, four, five things a day, then I, I, where, where's the day gone? I, I can't, I can't wake mm-hmm. up past eight 30 and be like, Oh man, I, I lost half the day because I woke up too late. So I got, I put myself yeah. to these high standards because I think this is only going to better me when actual issues, let's say, come up with stress. Let's say in real life more stress comes up. I can just be like, all right, let's realize. Is this really stress or just a couple tasks I can complete and crush and then have the rest of my day to just keep being me? And that's what it is. I think another thing, another problem is stress and time. That, that's the, the correlation with that is sometimes when you get lack of time, you feel the stress or you have – all this ample time, you can get still stressed out because you have all this free time. You're going to get stressed mm-hmm. out as you start getting through thinking, oh, what do I do now? That's stress. And I think how you manage that, how you almost weather the stress storm, that's where you can really start making progress in whatever your ventures are. Yeah, yeah. Let's go back to something you said earlier where you said um, it was really once you got that first follower yeah. and then you feel, so do you feel like you have some kind of um, obligation to them to, to create something just, yeah. just simply because they clicked follow or something like that? Uh, yes and no. For me, it, it's in my blood now. It's like when they click the follow and if they're real, and they, I got to make this clear, if they're real, because there's yeah. a lot of bots that follow, I'm not, I don't care about right. those guys. In fact, I just right. troll those guys with emojis or something. But the okay. real people who are, you know, 100% or day oneers, I call them, then, yeah, I'm, of course, you know, I expect them to know that I got them back. It doesn't even have to be content regarding me. It could be, hey, I'm going to give you a shout-out. You don't have to just post content. You don't have to post an actual post every day or a story. Mm-hmm. You can just DM people, even. DMing people or writing messages to say, hey, I got your back. Took a day, but I wanted to give you this, you know, shout out because you've been hustling stuff like that is still engaging to the community and even if you can't get to everybody which i no one can get to everybody in a day but yeah. even if you can't get to everybody you get the one or two three people they're gonna be like all right when he gets back he just gave me the compliment enough said there's the engagement and chances are they'll do they won't i don't ask for nothing in return but the chances are down the road it'll come back to, it'll come back in my favor because the fact that i just have to stay humble and know this is my audience. They like me. They respect me. I like them. They respect them. It works both ways. I think, I think the two-way yeah. street operative and how your followers and you interact is, uh, is always important before you know, try to go into this massive adventure, for sure. Mm-hmm. You, know what, you know what's weird about that? So like, what I'm trying to do is, is get some advice from different types of people, maybe different people who create content a little bit differently than I do. Uh-huh. Um, and I think, I think you and I are a good example of that. Like you're on that kind of daily and, and, you know, little bits of content here and there, and you're really all about connecting with people. And for me, I'm on this, this whole self-discovery type of a kick, um, especially on the podcast. And then I think I'm going to start exploring that a little bit more on the YouTube channel. So I'm, tr- yeah, I'm trying to like, I don't know, not really even seek advice, but just kind of get to know what makes other creators tick. Um, Wait, what, what clicks? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and just 
even if I don't sit here and say, okay, I'm going to start creating stuff the same way you do. I don't think that's going to happen. No. But it's like, how could I learn? And, and I was thinking about what you're doing and I see you all the time on Instagram and, and on Anchor and, and, you know, others. And I think, what has he got? Like, what is the thing that I could learn from him? And I really do think it comes down to it's the, the daily hustle, <laughs> you know, the daily grind of I'm going to put something out. Um, regardless one way or the other even if it's just a quick hey here's what's up and on on my side I'm doing a lot of background work right isn't really seen and it's the kind of work though that I really like like I like editing something even though it takes me six or seven days to get it done but it's like that's not really content the end product is content right Mm -hmm. but but the process itself isn't really something that I share with a lot of people and that's kind of more my that's your stuff. That's the way I, yeah. And that's kind of how I live my life too, is, is very internal. And um, I don't have a ton of a social life, I guess you could say. Like I'm not a partier. I don't go out a ton. I have really close friends when I do have friends. They're really, really, really close. Um, but I don't let a lot of people in, you know? And so trying to learn a little bit more about what makes you push yourself to do that. But it's kind of sounding like, do, do you feel like it even is you pushing yourself to to create something or is it something you just kind of have now naturally falling into that rhythm? I, I think it goes back to when I was like four, to be honest. I just I just never yeah. had I never I, I think part of his parents, too. Like my parents, they're mm-hmm. they're just like me. Like they need they got to do something. Wow. It, it just comes naturally. It's like uh-huh. uh, I got I, I got to go. um Go run five errands. Okay, you're going to be back in an hour? There you go. They're back in an hour. Okay, I got to run a couple errands. I got it done in a timely fashion. Felt like nothing. I think that's the thing is sometimes genetics, whatever your parents give you, yeah. whatever your parents give you, they just they pass it off on you. And I'm, I'm appreciative of that because there's a lot, of kid, a lot of kids my age, they're not doing that. Like, mm-hmm. Now, the, the only thing we, we have in common before we get any further is I, I'm not a big time party or any of that like that the difference yeah. is I, I i let other people share my journey i guess you could say but i do mm-hmm. in a unique way because a lot of my content if you look at it it's not really me like i'm not posting selfies 24 7 i'm, I'm putting quotes yeah. out there i'm giving people shout outs i'm giving to the value to the audience and i think that's what it is i'm working for them a little bit in the sense that Hey, why why should I post twenty four seven KT content when this isn't the KT show? It says KT TV, but I run it like a television. Like, hey, people have different channels to plug in. They're going to get a certain day, certain content, or mm-hmm. certain podcast episodes, certain episode. But back to what you were saying, uh, what just really gets me going? I, I guess it was just it's just natural. I, I don't I don't look at this as like. Oh man, I gotta edit this, you know, video, man. Oh, this is gonna take me forever. Now mm-hmm. I just like, okay, let me edit the video. One, two, three, looks good to me. Doesn't have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Out to the audience, they enjoy it. Oh, here's a big project, Kev. Okay, let me just look at this. Looks pretty good to me. I'll do it. Out to the audience. I think I think another thing is too, is I don't over prepare. In fact, I there's this is going to sound funny but there's very little preparation 
it, it of course, other than like other than some things like where you have to prepare like a test or something, excluding school right. stuff. There's very little preparation for me on social media, and even in my life, it's just I just do it. I don't really look at unless it's like a legal thing or studying. I really don't think we should suspend as a society 16, 24, two months preparing. Because what that's doing Mm -hmm. is, oh, I did two months of preparation. That's awesome. But the problem is you exhausted yourself. And when you shoot the film, it may not work. Whereas if you learn as you go in a sense that, hey, I made like 25 errors in two months. But guess what? I'm still feeling it because I'm putting myself through the actually doing it rather than write it down, write it down, yeah. write it down. It's yeah. okay to write things down. Now, if you mm-hmm. write things down and you do it once in a while, take those, uh, I call them keynotes, and that's fine. But don't get, don't get obsessed with the preparation to the point where you're unmotivated yeah. to do the actual yeah. task. Uh, that might be actually, speaking with you. Yeah. That's, that's, you're hitting the nail on the head because like I just had an episode last week about writing it down, you know? And it did help me get out of get out of a a place where I was stuck. So Uh I think the key there is using using it as a tool when you're stuck. But now I can't I can't rely on just that. Right. I can't just go, well, okay, you know, I'm going to take the rest of the day and I'm just going to sit down and write. And then the next day I'll be like, well, I'm just going to unless what you're creating is like, you know, a book that makes sense. But that's different, you know. Yeah, I'm about to I'm about to start on a huge project. You know, you and I have talked in the past about I've always wanted to make it like a full length documentary. And I think I think I finally have what that is. Um, And so I do need to sit down and start writing some things, but I could so easily get caught in. Well, you know, I'm still kind of concepting this out and I'm writing out a few things and you know, I'm storyboarding it all. And, and I could mm-hmm. really easily get caught in that trap of it feels like I'm working. It feels like I'm creating, but kind of I'm using it as an excuse not to put myself out there because it it's kind of scary, right? Like actually doing the work itself is like, wow, I'm actually making this thing that this thing I've always wanted to make. And now I have to actually do it. And that could be scary. So finding that balance between writing it out or taking the time to plan it out and then actually executing on it. That is a pretty, a pretty hard thing to do. So I guess you kind of take the, um, the route of let me go ahead and just create. And then I'll take a step back and look at, okay, how did that, how'd that do? I'm going to go over here and move this here and I'm going to try this a little bit differently, but all the while I'm putting something out and doing something that way. And I think, I think that can work for, for a lot of different types of content, for sure. Yeah, for me, that's my style. I, I just never been somebody who's going to say, I'm going to put 100,000 days into preparation. Because I feel like if, in my style, I, I burn out that way. And I, I don't think it yeah. operates under my clock. I, got, I think the thing is you have to operate under your clock. I'm not saying my way is the 100% the answer, because it's yeah, not. Right. No one. Yep. I hate to say it, no one's KT, and I'm not Aaron. <laughs> I mean, I, yep. no one, no one's these big time people. You have to be yourself and know who you are as far as time management, just understanding your, your, you know, your biologics. But I think with content, especially long form content, that's where contemplation is a killer. Because when it's, when you hear the word long form, you're thinking, oh, we're in for the long game. 
Most likely, yeah, you have to be in it for the long game because it's either going to be long in duration or long in process. Mm -hmm. When you contemplate too much, what's going through your mind is, oh, wow, this looks like the perfect idea. Let me just take a couple more steps. If you have the perfect idea, run with it. Because if you try to perfect that perfect idea in your head and you keep Mm -hmm. putting this in there, all you're doing is taking away from the actual do it part. See, that's yeah. what the problem is. I think if we don't actually do it, will we ever try and learn? Because if you do it and you learn from this, and then you take that step back and be like, okay, give me a day just this in your document. Let's say, for example, you got, you're, you're shooting a piece or something. You didn't just didn't like the camera angle or whatever the case may come up. The key, I would think for me, in my situation, if, if I were you, I would take the day back. That's fine. But then just go right back at it. Get back on the horse and say, let me try this way. Okay, I'm going to try this way. Just keep trying like a thousand different ways, in my opinion. As long as, it, as long as you don't go overboard. Don't try till you get unmotivated. But try a couple ways, four, five, six ways, and pick which one's the right. And whenever your heart feels, the chances are that's the, that's the right one. There's nothing to be said. Yeah. If your heart feels it, the audience yeah. is going to like it. And I think a great – and the last thing, I think the great – before I get back to you, the, the great thing about audiences today – Although some de- demand a lot, they're pretty, they're pretty lenient. I mean, if you make a simple camera error or if you make some little error that's not, right. you know, like pixel documentary, are they going to be like, hey, man, I saw that little error. And no, they're, gonna, they're probably just going to be like, dude, that was awesome content. Keep, mm-hmm. Just keep, keep it up. I think, I think today's world has become more supportive. If you look at today's world, there's a lot of things that we have to unite on. That it's not the... It's not like it. I would say six, seven years ago when social media first came out, where man, this has to be because technology back then it seemed kind of stagnant. Now it's mm-hmm. evolving all the time, and people will appreciate what you put in with the, the tech around it. Because in five years, technology is going to change so much that the next big piece is going to be done with. I don't know. Augmented reality, or it's probably where that's yeah. that's where I'm seeing everything's going now, and not even virtual reality. Someone told me that on a mm-hmm. podcast, and he's right because AR is going to eventually start taking over. But yeah, in in general, I think contemplation is something I've gotten out of my vocabulary, and kind of just do it and make sure it's a hundred percent with my heart, mind, soul connects, and the audience likes yeah. it. Great if they don't feel it, if they're not feeling it. That's why I know next season, change it up. That's it. I think, I think that's a good balance we could strike between our two different types here is that, like, I do contemplate, but I have to understand that right. there's, a, um, there's a cutoff to that. Like, there, there's also a time where you need to buckle down and do. So maybe you need to set time limits around the com- contemplation. Is like, okay, so you're going to go and write something down, but you're only going to do it for an hour. Then you're going to stop uh-huh. whatever you're doing. And you're going to pick up the camera and you're going to record something, right? Or you're going to go do whatever else it is. You know, it doesn't really matter. But that way it kind of keeps you from overanalyzing everything. I definitely do that. I overanalyze everything. I think if if anybody's been listening to this feed for any length of time, I think you see that. Like I analyze myself. I analyze other people. Like I, I think about like, well, why do I feel that way? Like, could it mean this and that? And I actually, I enjoy doing that because I'm a very introspective person. So 
I'm kind of letting people in into my mind a little bit. Like, this is how it works. I mean, if you don't like it, that's cool, but that's how it is. But that's fine. Yeah. I do think I need to learn just how to how to manage that a little bit better and 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 kind of manage around it. But um, something interesting you said earlier that I want you to expound on too is where you were talking about how you were uh, you've been this way since you were four. So before Anchor. Can you tell me like what what kind of stuff did you do like as far as creatively or if you didn't do anything creatively what was what was happening prior to anchor in your life so pre anchor I, I guess nothing really in elementary school I, I can't really say I was a shy kid to be honest with you I was pretty shy I didn't want to yeah. talk to I didn't want to see anybody to be honest with you up until like mid sixth grade. And then once sixth grade came around, a lot of the kids started to realize this kid's different, man. He's, I, I don't know, he's just different. He's quiet, but he's cool. And I, I thought, like, all right, well, 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 they gave me, and that's how I got my name. No one, I didn't come up with KT. Everyone else came up with KT. Like, this guy, KT, man. Yo, KT, yo, yo. I, I, I'm like, all right, I'm going to feed into this. And that started to really get my creativity going in a sense that I've already got this, uh, well, I guess you could say, not work ethic, but it's more of just the time skills. I had the time skills. I had the work in general just to get it done. The ethic part comes in high school, I think. It shows more. But in, in middle school, I was doing my chores, doing, you know, lawn mowing every single time I could get a chance and just mm-hmm. helping people. I think I, it wasn't unsocial because I felt like I was too young and I just didn't understand it because it was just coming out at the time I was in intermediate school. So flash forward to high school. Like, actually, no, let's go eighth grade. Eighth grade, I created KTTV, and that was called KTTV Weather Service uh, Contests, KTTV Messages, KTTV End of the Year Messages, which I still do. That started to get the ball rolling in creativity. I just never put it out in the, the mainstream. For me, so I think. Where were you? Sorry, hmm? where were you doing that from? St- the weather st- stuff? Just eighth grade. Started eighth grade. Okay. So like it, you were doing it like to your friends or like, what were you, uh, or were you writing mostly, it down? Or? Yeah. Sending text messages to my friends every okay. day. Okay. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So that it, was kind of your, your platform. Yeah. And, and it was good. Everyone respected. And it's like, dude, you just weather updates come and clutch in the winter. I live in an area where if it snows, we got to know. And the kids appreciated yeah. that. And then, you know, I got to high school and, I didn't really think much. And I, I pre pre high school, pre you know anchor, I found like what really ticked for me. I guess the motivation, it, it still was the people, but I think for me the real motivation pre anchor was the fact that I've got a ground, I've got a foundation built. You know, I, mm-hmm. I built I built it up where it's like, man, I'm already creating a reputation at 13. I, there's not I, deep down. It's like I don't miss days of school. I'm friendly to everybody. People just know me when I walk by, and they respect me. Even if I don't talk much, I, 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 I even in high school there were days where I wouldn't talk to anybody, but they would just cheer me up. Or, 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 or there are days where hey, I got your back then. It would always come back around. I think, and that mm-hmm. cross connection of people helped. And I think pre pre anchor my real creativity was just the fact that the box was never, oh, I'm trapped. The box was mm-hmm. open to where, what's a box? I see the whole sky. 
Like I see the whole sky in front of me and I could use any of those clouds and ride that cloud until we get to the stratosphere. Like that, that's what I feel like it could happen at any moment. Like whatever cloud I ride on, I want to ride that to the stratosphere. And then once we're in the stratosphere, then we go to the ionosphere. And we just keep going <laughs> to these different spheres and realize that it's never going to end. If you really look at it, deep down, creativity will never end. And I think another thing, we talked about this in the, uh, the, the Art of War, right? I'm pretty sure, with JM, mm-hmm. is that kid creativity. It hasn't left me. I don't think it'll ever leave me. I, I hope it never leaves me because mm-hmm. it, 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 kids are just they're so creative nowadays where you could give them a, I don't know, a, a, an iPad and they'll turn a masterpiece of like artwork. And it's crazy, yeah. but that's how yeah. they do it nowadays. So I think if that yeah. never, uh, if, if I continue to lead the way I did when I was like 10, I still do it sometimes, even on my social media. How many people can do basketball, ride their bike? That's what kids do. It's like I, I'm still a kid at heart. And if I could keep that energy up for hopefully the next 20, 30 years, it, it'll show that people are like, oh man, this kid, he, he's still a kid. He still looks like he's like 10 years old and he's doing this. And it's good to see because I think there's a lot of people, unfortunately, that they forget their childhood and they, they forget, oh, man, what does that have to do with my current life? I got to get this work done. Forget the fun. Mm-hmm. That's my internal fun. For me, doing the videos, that's my party. This is, this is my, yeah, we're going to hang out after. Because I feel like that's what it is for me. It's whatever I'm doing out there and putting into the audience's lives, it's enriching them. And there are times where pre-anchor, people are like, dude, I, I, I want to do something like that. I want to still have the energy. I mean, I'm 16 mm-hmm. here, and I feel like I'm 30. Like, I don't know how you do it. So there's times yeah. where I'm just like, I'm humbled by that. And I gave them some steps. It's like, number one, be you. Number two, find something you love to do, like a hobby. It doesn't have to be career-wise. It's a hobby. Yep. Ride that hobby forever. And guess what? You can stay I guarantee you can stay 20 years younger in your mind. You can stay 30 years younger even. Look at, the, look at people. I mean, there's people like 50, 60 that feel like they're 30. And it's good to see yeah. because I can relate to that. Even though I'm not even 20, I still feel like I'm eight, nine years old deep down because I'm having fun yeah. really giving the attention where it is. It's, it's so crazy that you would bring that up because like you and I have not had this conversation just just for the record but um and i actually haven't said it on this channel yet but i'll go ahead and tell you a little bit about what this documentary is going to be about Mm -hmm. um and that way the people who are really on board and have made it this way all this all this way through this podcast can can hear it now but um so i've been thinking a lot about kind of that you know the whole self-discovery kick and are mm-hmm. you familiar kind of with the whole, I mean, it sounds like you are, you kind of got this down, but it's the concept of the inner child mm-hmm. that there is, there is a, a child in all of us. And I mean, you hear this cheesy stuff on commercials and stuff all the time, right. typically when somebody's trying to sell you a Disney vacation, but you know, release your inner child. But, but there really is this concept that you'll hit a certain age as a, as a child. And that's kind of who you'll be at your core for the rest of your life you will continue to age and grow and you can do a couple of different things you can really you can push that inner child down a lot and sometimes that's necessary because you got like you said you got to get some stuff done occasionally of course and sometimes it you know sometimes that means buckling up and being an adult 
and figuring out how to how to get something done that normally like would have scared you you know so you have to do that but if you don't have those things and those hobbies that follow you and the passions that you developed as a kid because you develop all this stuff as a child creativity starts as a child and you mentioned that yourself too looking at kids drawing something you're just like wow like where did that where'd that even come from like you didn't learn that that was just inside of you and so people pushing that down in favoring a career that's going to get them further in life or or so they think or um, pushing it down because they think, well, that's a childish thing. I can't do that anymore. Um, I think that's what makes people depressed and so unhappy. Yeah. And so one of the things I've noticed in my life is as I'm trying to sit here and think about, you know, I'm taking all these tests to be like, who am I? Like, who am I as a person? And I kind of had this moment where I just looked around and I was like, there's been something in my life that has been such a constant that I almost don't even think about it. Like I don't even think, Oh, I need to make sure that I make that a priority. It's just, it's always there. Like I build my whole studio in here. I've built off of this one thing. And the, the older I get, the more I tend, I feel myself gravitating back towards it, even though it's never really left. And that's like my Lego collection. That's a thing that, my was cultivated as a child um followed me through my throughout my entire life never stopped doing it never stopped building things never stopped collecting things and then now as i've gotten older um you know i was i was asked by someone like you know what what is it about lego that you really like and I, and i was like you know every time yeah i come into this room and i look at the models that are here and the style that they're in, even though a lot of these are not the models I had as a kid, uh, there's a couple, but um, mm -hmm. the models, just the design and the style of them remind me of my childhood, remind me of the good po points in my childhood of a Saturday morning sitting on the floor and pouring out all the, all the Lego onto the floor and just building something, you know? building something that was pretty ugly. You know, I have a lot of creations from my childhood that I have a lot of pictures of that they're really bad, you know, but, but it was that, that feeling. And every time I build something or every time I come in here and look at these, like, that's the feeling I get. And that's the inner child. Like that's what it's all about. And I think it's the thing that can keep you sane throughout all of this. And we always, it feels weird because you, you think you got to fight against that. You got to, you think you got to put away the childish things. You got to grow up, but right. not growing up at least like in, in these aspects, I think are the things that gonna, are going to really make you happy, like the hobbies and stuff like that. So I say all that to say, this has kind of just recently occurred to me, even though it's always been a part of my life is that I need to, I, I'm going to make something about Lego. I'm going to make a documentary about what that means to me. Basically what I just kind of expressed to you in a more, more visual form. Um, I'm going to go back and tell a couple of stories from my childhood that have shaped me and it's all revolving around this. And there's a really big reason why this hobby is still important to me. And that's not something I'm going to kind of spoil here. That's something I'm going to save for the whole, the whole video, but it's just, it's so important to me and 
I don't know why I didn't realize it sooner. Like, it's like, who am I? Like, what do, right. what do I even like? Like who, and, and I'm in, meanwhile, I'm surrounded by all these sets and I'm just like, why am I resisting realizing that this is the thing, right? Like there's so many other people who are like, they have something, especially like an odd hobby that they're just like, you know what? I am fully embrace it. This is who I am. This is what I do. And for some reason, even though it's been in front of me, I've always kind of resisted that and been like, you know, when somebody would come in and see all my sets, I'd be like, you know, this isn't really a big deal. Like, this is just something I like to do. I downplay it a lot. Right. right. And I think for the first time in my life, I'm done downplaying that because it is significant. And there is, I wish I could tell you, I mean, I'll tell you off, I'll tell you off, off the air why it's important, but I don't want to ruin it for everybody else. But right. Um, it's just such a big deal that I'm, I'm not willing to push it down anymore, you know? Um, and I, so I have started kind of recording a couple of things. Um, I'm building like a whole building area in my studio dedicated to that. And so I've been recording myself doing that as a part of the documentary. And I just noticed as I was doing it was just my energy level was higher. I feel like I was more enthusiastic. I feel like I was more, myself even though like this is something that honestly in the grand scheme of things is silly like it's not going to change anybody's life but it it is important to me and I think I'm really ready to kind of express that and that just really it's kicked me into gear and I'm just like I got I got so much I need to do and I want to get this thing done I'm planning on it being an hour maybe longer but at least an hour um I'm trying to find some rights to some songs that, that I think would really fit in with it. I want to go that whole route, um, have titles, do color grading. Like, I just want to, I want to go all out on it because I think it'll be, I think it'll be that one thing that I really look back on and, and can point to and be like, Hey, if you really want to know why this hobby is so important to me, I could sit down and tell you, but just watch this. And I think it would put a lot of things in perspective for people. So I'm really excited about it. It's, it's really kind of amped me up a lot, you know, and I just get, I get excited thinking about it now. So. Yeah, man, that, oh, yeah. that's, that's your hobby, man. That, that's something you liked in childhood. If you do it, you're going to realize that you just reinvigorate and inspire yourself to, and I guarantee you when you finish this, you're going to stay in that mo- momentum of, man, what's the next thing I can do? Once yep. you complete the right now, you're still. I don't know where you're at in the process, but you're probably just oh, so early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're probably not even in preparation. So you're just kind of rough yeah, sketching, yeah. sketching. I'm a about map. to. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to sit down with a pen and paper and do the writing. But I am gonna. I think I am gonna constrain myself to a time limit on that, just so that I can get myself to hustle on it a little bit more, so we don't do some of the things we talked about now. You know, right, um, right. But yeah, no, that's, that's good. That's good. That's that's kind of what it's all about, man. I mean, that's that's not kind of this isn't really where I thought the conversation would go, but I'm glad it did because I think it's I think it's going to be really cool. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to kind of learn from other people, and I'm planning on having some other people on the show relatively soon. I've got one guy from work that is going to come on, and that's going to be super interesting. And we're going to get into so many topics that we're probably just going to have to do like an episode of him. Just tell us who you are, what you've done. And then after that, be like, okay, we're going to have to dive into like each topic here and there. Cause he's like a musician and he's a, 
a motivational speaker and he's into Tai Chi and he's been a firewalker and you Holy know just mo- yeah he's just he's the probably the most interesting man that I know um at least lately is just yeah he's kind of like my official unofficial mentor at work so I kind of bounce ideas off of him he watches all my videos and you know he really invests in encouraging that and and teaching me kind of that creative stuff so and psycho psychologically and stuff too like he goes a lot into that so should be a really interesting couple of months I think on this channel so um I'm really excited about it yeah and you'll have a documentary to go along with it too yep yeah yeah, I'm gonna talk a lot about like the the process as I go through it too um mostly I think that's for me because like last time I I spoke about the last video I did and then all of a sudden like two days later I was done with it so that really motivated me to to kind of take care through and just be like well I guess I should probably take care of this and I just you know I did it so it was good oh yeah unfinished business is always the best business to take care of I think it's just Something about that just drives you. I hear you. Yeah, because it weighs on your mind, and then you're finally like, finally, I got got that over with. Even if it's something not huge, it's just like this has been something I've been meaning to do, and taking care of it is really, it's really great. Not for sure, man. I'll go ahead and let you go there. I appreciate you taking the time. I think we got, I think we got some good conversation, and we should do this more often. I know we used to do July Squad, but maybe you and I should like trade off every once in a while and just talk a little bit on on each other's. Uh, podcasts if you still want even if we don't do anything official july squad i think it could be kind of cool yeah man uh, with your with your documentary i could always give you some tips or not even just with the documentary itself but just uh motivational mm-hmm. tips or something that's no problem yeah for sure i i do think that you're the guy i come to whenever i think man like i don't know how i'm gonna just push through that and i and i think about you just doing it day in and day out and i'm like i could probably learn something from that so appreciate that yeah anytime no and uh good luck to your documentary to everyone out there in anchor race keep it alive for sure cool thanks man